<laughs> that dude lady. is wonderful. He's the reason I affectionately call those assholes lizard people. I just love his yeah. breakdowns. The fucking moon is blocking our yeah. brainwaves. I love this shit. You you can't beat it. It's it's wonderful. No, you can't. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. I well, I can't congrats. wait to. To fucking well, Joe poked at him for a, a while. That's what I said. It was like four. He said months. he was like, "Hey, come on the show. Hey, hey, come on the show." Yep. Yeah. That's... For the Rockfin listeners, you heard it here first. We're having David Ike on in a week and a half, so stay tuned for that one. And we are good to go. Live-ish. Yeah. Welcome back to Legit Bat Podcast. Hey, hey. If it's your first time listening, I'm Joe. With me is Jen. Ben actually made a show, which is fucking awesome. Ben, you're yes. so angry right now. Smile. <laughs> Yeah, what's up, Dave? Is he no? I, you hear? I just barely got home. Oh, I know. You look tired. Yeah, funny. I can fucking hear. Okay. <laughs> I I left I left the house at five forty-five this morning and got back at five forty-five in the evening. I'm tired. I'm dirty. I'm fucking grumpy. Yeah, that's about it. This guy's a faggot. Nice. I have to play <laughs> that one. Just either to... that or a little violin, just playing way in the back. Like we'd have to just wow. like. I've actually thought about that, putting uh, like some music sound effects for when Ben starts talking, some like soft nice. piano music or something. You know? Did you put the new one that I sent you in? No, I haven't oh. had a chance to fuck with it. It takes forever to do this shit. But uh, happy, happy Insurrection Day, the worst day since Pearl Harbor and or 9-11. Mm. Uh, oh, it wasn't God. an insurrection off the top, but I wish it was because it would be probably be in a better fucking position right now if it was. Instead, we no, have... We have this guy. You know the thing in the White House, uh, apparently with nuclear on, launch man. codes. We don't really know for sure about that either. But oh, sorry. Come on, man. They would yes. never give Biden nuclear launch codes in a million fucking years. First of all, he wouldn't remember them. He'd get them wrong. Second of all, he'd enter it in thinking he was programming his microwave to heat up a fucking burrito or something. And yeah, I was just about the to. World. I was about to say the that he probably code. like has. Yeah. You know the you know the little quintessential box with the glass top that opens with the red button i could totally see him walking by his fucking desk in the bunker being like does this start the car wash right <laughs> it's <Yeah>. 2020 <laughs> i think they the changed the protocol at the time i interrupted him my bad mr president that's horrible i feel so bad on, uh, okay i'm over it uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I was just so pumped uh, about your soundbite that I fucked up. There you go. <laughs> it happens. Anyway, joining us tonight is the one and only Brandon Thomas from Expanding Reality. Thank you for joining us, dude. We appreciate it. It's um, really grateful, guys. It's going to be fun. So It's already fun. We'll, we'll start off in, in you know typical style and just tell us whatever you want about yourself or whatever you don't want and your show and where we can find you and all that stuff. Yeah, buddy. Uh, about the show, um, Expanding Reality, uh, found actually right here on Rockfin as well. Um, YouTube, go go to expandingrealitypodcast.com. That's where all the shit is. So just go there. Um, it's awesome. I love my love my show. It's it's great. I feel great grateful to do it. Grateful that you guys had me on to chat. Um, and it's just been awesome, man. Uh, so a little about me. Uh, I currently reside in North Texas in a little town of population like maybe six hundred people of called Millsap, Texas. And uh, my wife and I moved out here from a city, our closest main city, which we were both born and raised in, is Fort Worth, Texas. So most people know that, right? Fort Worth, Dallas. So we're just west of that, uh, about 45 minutes outside of the city. It's no big deal. Um, we're, you know, a couple counties over, and uh, it's amazing. We moved out here to 12 acres, um, massive pond. We have animals. We have all sorts of cool shit. No kids. It's awesome. Uh, oh, and uh, we are just doing it, dude. We did this, like I said, about six years ago, and uh, we rescue animals. We we have livestock, you know, all that good stuff. And 
Uh, it's amazing, dude. It's the coolest fucking life ever. Really, I wouldn't change any of it. This is great. Uh, wh where did you move from, and where were you born? I was uh, born and raised in Fort Worth, Texas, and so oh, I yeah, lived in. Yeah, that's what you said. He, they lived close. Yeah, oh, okay. just like forty-five minutes down the road. So it's it's not far, and we worked there um, for a while. So um, there you go. Yeah. Nice, but it's badass, well, it's man. Would recommend go buy land, guys. That's great. Uh, it's so weird. I was literally talking about that yesterday. We just bought our house in 2020. It wasn't such a bad year for us. Sorry, the rest of the world who thought it was terrible. But we bought our first house together. And I love it. But I was like, babe, we should sell our house and go buy land. And he was like, you want to move so soon? But for real, I don't oh, want to cool. move. I love our house. But we could totally go buy a shack or just bring a trailer out and have acres of land and i have all these avocados and lemons that are in pots that i want to transplant and make a farm out of it so we'd have to find the right soil but i was just talking i've been looking at buying commercial land for like the last two or three days <laughs> badass dude awesome. uh that's the one thing they're not making any more of right so go uh go check that out land's great i love living outside the city we'll never go back like ever we don't really live in a city. It's it's more of a it's a city, but it's kind of a town. It's not Aww. there's no skyscrapers or anything. It's pretty it's what anybody from LA would call very rural. I hate that word, rural, rural. 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 Well, out here <clears throat> if you live on rural property, you get your power shut off by PG&E because You say it way better than me. What the fuck? Oh, that's so weird. Say rural. Rural? so weird i can say my r's so i'm from massachusetts so i had to retrain myself on how r's work so no I, just, excellent I, I feel like my mouth feels weird saying it i work with retards <laughs> did you just come well, out actually, yeah, barbara walters you know is that how you sounded barbara walters yeah does anybody remember that is that too old of a pull are we are we uh, do we have a barbara walters familiar audience okay cool. oh yeah i know who ben barbara you're muted walters <laughs> thank you for unmuting I was not sure <laughs> what was going to happen, so I muted my fucking self that whole time. I said rural. I said Barbara Walters. And, uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for the... Barbara uh, Walters. <laughs> thanks for the update, Big Barbara Ben. Barbara Walters. Being a bitch. <laughs> okay, I'm done with the soundboard for a while. Whatever. Yeah, please. Anyway, dude, so after I, I wanted to have Brandon on after... Hearing him on Generation Z and shout out to Dave and Camden. We love those Shout guys. out Dave and Camden. Badass. That was awesome. I love them. But they, uh, at full homo, by the way. But absolutely. I, after after hearing you on there, I was like, oh my God, I got to get, get this guy on. And then I realized you were on our Instagram. I'm like, oh my God. So, okay. Zed, wait, Zed is the guy. He's the fucking Canadian, right? Uh, oh, yeah. The yes. fucking Canadian. He's uh, yes. Canadian. Yes. Yeah. yeah and he shaved fucking... recently and it's Dave, sad. It's sad. It looks weird. Dave, grow back. Yeah, grow we don't care. Please, yeah. please grow it back. <laughs> and people it's the only spoken. time I'll we ever say you. that to a dude. And who shaves their shit in the middle of winter? Like you do that, like in the summer and shit. Like we would understand it if it was hot, but he shaves the shit in in January. It's like, bro, dude, I literally just shaved right before Christmas, like big it, we, which I haven't yeah, done in years. Well, it looks good. You get a, a tight womb broom going there, and it looks really, really nice. <laughs> a womb broom. Yeah. Oh, that's a new one. I think it's badass that he shaved in Canada. In the winter time. That's what I'm saying. It's like, what, what's up, man? Just tell us you got you got crabs on your face, man. Just say it, Dave. Like <laughs> we love you still, and we're happy for you getting some action, dude. But now we I love the like shit the out NHL. of those <laughs> Now I love the shit out of those guys. That was one of the best conversations I've ever had in my life, uh, and it was it was great. It was nice. It's just nice to open up and just fucking go for it. You know, that's yeah. yeah and it was it was crazy because like halfway through, I'm like, 
this is crazy deep shit he's talking about. And then at the end, you're like, and I don't believe a word I just said. So yep. that's the thing I've been trying to get across to our audience. Some of the more uh, stuck up ones that are like, you said one thing I don't like and I'm done. And I'm like, okay, bye, first of all. But second, you can't hold two thoughts in your head and like consider them and maybe be like, oh, that doesn't make any sense. Or maybe I want to live in. Yeah, maybe I want to think about reptile, re you know, reptilian people. And I might not believe that, but it's fun to think about. That's Absolutely. what we're trying to do here. This so, is the I world of like it, social, social justice warrior time where people are like, I don't like it. So I'm going to downvote you and write about it. It's <laughs> the Yelp commenters like time oh, no. to shine. It's stupid. It, it is. And it, it, the, the whole place is fucking dumb. Um, but for the most part, like you just attract uh, and just gravitate. You know, we can go. I don't know how fucking deep you want with this, but. But really, like, I've had great experience with this. Like, I've had a couple of weird fucking comments. I know now this is like one of those things, you know, where they'll all start coming now. But there's like a couple <laughs> people like you talk too much, like uh, just ask questions, let them answer. And I, I, of course, put that voice in there. That's a Karen, obviously. And uh, there's a theory about obviously. Karen's. Have you guys heard that uh, it's actual actual brain damage from the people born within that time period? Um, growing up in the 60s and 70s because of the lead in the gas. That's also one of the reasons that they say that those spikes and serial killers happened as well as and that's why one of the reasons that they switched to unleaded gasoline isn't that fucking crazy oh that yeah, makes so much crazy. more sense with our right sister you kind of give Karen. a little you, you get a little more empathy for swiss cheese brain over there i mean it's just you know <laughs> that's what lead does to your face so it's just I a thought, disability at that point right I th yeah i thought right it came out of the cow with the holes all of that mm-hmm Oh, yeah, that's obviously how well, it comes out. And then what was, what, just speaking of people talking shit, what was the guy that was on YouTube? I believe it was the YouTube one where he said something about, oh, it was a, a show that we did. I think it was with uh, FKN. And they said something about every time the blonde opens her mouth or something the like hippie, that. No, the hippie and the blonde. They were Complete talking about me and the show. Time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The hippie Assholes. and the blonde. That was us. And we were a complete waste of time. Like he didn't even spell complete correctly. So it was hilarious. Or waste. Or waste. Oh, yeah, he spelled waste W-A-I-S-T-E. And it was just like, oh, thank you. That was so funny. Yeah. Man, this was almost a year cute. ago. Now I, I see those people and I just think this. I want to go to Hawaii. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, how I imagine he talks. We just let that roll off. We don't care about those people. Yeah. We're just like, go be negative on your own, man. Yeah, just I mean, shake it. I mean, just yeah. shake it and roll. And and oh yeah. my God, the, the worst one was pretty damn recent. Um, Peter Shampoo finally said it right. I uh, mispronounced that name like five times in the episode. And the dude was super sweet about it. Uh, and uh, it just the way it looked to my dumb, dumb brain, I was just like, Shampro. I just added letters and I mixed some shit up. I put it in Latin <laughs> for a minute. And I just did not pronounce the dude's name right. And this chick blasted me on YouTube. And I was just like, fuck, I don't I don't respond to him. I don't delete them. I just fucking let it ride. But I, I was already self-conscious about it. And it's like one of those either manifestations or whatever, where it was just a mirror to myself that the universe showed me. And I was like, ah, but it was it was quick. It was so quick in me having you know, uh, kind of a negative thought about it or whatever. And just kind of it hitting me. I even emailed the dude after like thanking him, sent him links and shit like that. And then I was like, Hey man, apologies. No disrespect. I'm mispronouncing your name. And he was a super sweet guy. Cause he is. And he just wrote back, uh, you know, no, no, no worries. It's not the first time, you know, everybody does. It's okay. It's not the, it's not you, whatever. He was just very, very sweet. And yeah. so, uh, that was one that I was just like, I was, I recognized it for what it was or what I feel that it is. 
uh, is that where it is, it's a mirror back to my own insecurities in that moment because I knew that specific thing. It wasn't like, I don't know, like the subject matter sucks or your intro song's dumb or whatever. It's, it was very specific to the thing that I was obsessing over already. And I hadn't told anyone about it. I told my wife about it. But outside of that, uh, that was it. But it, it just popped up so quick. And it was the first negative comment I've gotten in a, in a fuckload of time. And I just released like my 101st episode. And it was like, um, that was it. But it, it, it hit me. And I was like, I see you, motherfucker. I, I know what you really <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, you put that out there and it came back to you. It was like, okay, you want to feel this? Yeah. You should see uh, Joe's responses back to negative comments are really great because mine would be, I need to work on myself. Like, I would just be like, fuck you. Like, I don't know. I would just not be nice. So what I do instead is I don't say anything at all. I choose to never respond. Yeah. But Joe will respond back and say something like, thank you so much. I appreciate your comment. And he'll say it like, and it's not sarcastic either. It's not even shitty. What did you say? You said someone said something crappy and you're like, oh, if you have any suggestions that we could do better in the future or like, how's the how's the sound quality on your show? Yeah, send me a like, link. Yeah, that's what yeah, I say. I but it's just like say. a random person who doesn't have a show and doesn't have any idea how sound quality works. But he's like, oh, let me know how it goes on your show. I'll, I'll totally take tips from you. But oh, it's always is- kind. Passive aggressive. Is- it's an insult plummet. And I like that. <laughs> Which is funny because like I, I know jen when you were talking about that you said you know i i need i would you say i need to work on myself or, or something yeah, like that yeah. when it comes to that yeah i i, I would have i would have gone the exact opposite way i probably would have ruined our name and at the end of it i went yeah i don't need to work on shit that's exactly what i wanted to say that is why i'm in but control of the uh, social media you're not really you in control i can still log in and fuck shit up i just choose not yeah. to yeah. Right. That's Thanks. what I, I mean. Like, fake account, dude. Thank uh, you. I'm again. Like, like I made the accounts. God damn it. Yeah, you've got to undo <laughs> a finger trap in like 20 seconds. A Chinese finger trap. If you can't get out of it, you don't get the codes. Uh, that's how our country runs right now. But uh, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you know what? All all three of you actually. I have done all three of the things. It's just I've not sent. <laughs> I've typed out the most incredibly incredible response, uh, crafting out how like. Oh, apologies. It took me so long to get back to this. I was, you know, uh, balls deep in your mom and, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) I didn't go there. I mean, I went there and then just deleted it and then typed something even fucking crazier. Like, I don't know that he was. Oh, I typed the whole Bill Hicks thing out on one person. I was this fucking close. It was the whole part (laughs) about like maybe you were conceived with weak sperm. Maybe your dad was jacking off and your mom sat on it at the last second, you know, kind of thing. (laughs) And um, I was like. Uh, delete i was like transcend the bullshit mm-hmm. come on you can do better and i felt better about it um but i've done like i said i've reacted the same way all three of you have uh, no i think that's point. actually uh isn't that recommended like if you have something shit like you're in the heat of the moment and like your your emotions are running and you want to react i think that's the thing i could be wrong correct me trolls but i think it's a <laughs> thing where you like write out what you want to say just whatever comes out and then you wait till the next day look at it again and then be like do i still want to send this and then you'll probably think of something a little, you know, easier on the on the noggin to send to them. Or just not at all. Just I think sometimes the best response is none at all. Just or send because all. Yeah. if someone. Yeah. But if someone is putting out that negative energy, it's for a reason. They want it back. Like they want to feel a lot of that is how negative yeah. you feel. So if you just don't respond and don't care, I think that would drive them crazier. And at the end of the day still kind of negative energy but you're forgetting about it at the same time it's so not it's on dissipating you. yeah I yeah think, i just think putting it out there is bad i think my, mo- my i think probably my favorite response 
is the one where you personally type out what sounds like an automated response so that when they get it, it's like, thank you, you've won. By the way, if you if, if you join the next show, you have been entered to win your name dropped in our episode. And then hopefully when they join it back up, that's when you actually on the podcast, you're like, yeah, so this fucktard is screen name is such and such. Thanks for joining. No, you got to be care careful with that. I think you should just shit, ask though. for their cash app information. Also. You got to be careful with that stuff, too, because they'll call it doxing, too, if you like start naming people yeah. and, and put yeah. go up. get them. You know, and I actually oh, would rather God. not do that because I don't want to I don't want to bring any more uh, attention to these people, which is what they're fucking looking for right. by yeah, taking time out of their day to saying. say something right. fucking stupid on your page. So it is uh, Rockfin recently added the ability to block people. So oh. in the chat, if somebody starts talking shit, like uh, Chris from FKN had some dude in there saying super racist shit to X-Cubed, and X-Cubed's really? the coolest dude in the world. Yeah, yeah calling yeah. the N-word and everything. So they finally <laughs> added a block awesome. function where they can just block this motherfucker. And oh, yeah. I do it sparingly, but there are some people where I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of seeing you in my chat. Like, fuck yourself. Yeah, just because we disagree with someone, we wouldn't just block right. them. Like, we would we would let them right. say their piece even if we weren't in agreement. But when you start just being randomly racist, yeah, that's yeah. that's a reason to block, I think. There, yeah, it's um, it's like I said in that episode, man, and I, I follow the hell out of this. It's that I have boundaries and necessary, but can be flexible when appropriate. Well, that's one of those boundaries, you know, or some yeah. kind of shit like that you can tolerate, which is being flexible on your boundaries. But shit like that, man, I mean, that compromises your, your core of who you are, and you don't want to be represented by anything that has anything to do with that, you know, no matter how yeah. fans of free speech we want to be and we are. But on your platform, this is your this is your home, you know, and the other guests feel safe here. And that's that's the way they should feel. And, and just just for a shout out for all the listeners, literally ninety nine point nine 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 percent of you are awesome. And yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We get almost yeah. zero hate, to be honest. I don't we shouldn't even talk isn't about it that one percent. Not even that's what that I mean. Isn't that weird that that one splinter of a percent is the one that just gets under your fucking <clears throat> fingernail? And oh, yeah, but that goes quick, away in uh, time. Yeah, Justin in the chat. He's always here, always hanging out. He said fart, Justin. so <laughs> that's for you, Justin. We love you, buddy. Fuck off. No, oh, wrong button. Sorry. Also, just while we're on that tangent <laughs> talking about trolls, I haven't said it in a while, so I'm just going to throw it back out there. Fuck Jared. Okay. You're gonna yeah, break it up. Oh, that's a callback from last year. Yeah. We no shouldn't way. put negative energy on Jared. We should actually be like, oh, it's not negative. It's a very, very Jared. positive. So he can fuck be a better Jared. person. Jared. Oh, no, actually, Jared sent me a voice memo the other day. Chat gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> he's using uh, his words when he came in. Um, no, but I, I've uh, looked up a plethora of pachyderm penises to send to people, and I just never do it. Like, I have them ready oh to go. God. I just want to send people a bunch of penises of like rhinos and elephants and shit. Uh, remarkable, by the way. Um, and, is that, the, uh, is that those remarkable. dummy dicks or whatever? They're they're tensile. Did you know that they have a they can move on their own? They kind of like uh, like that thing from Tremors. They kind of do that, and uh, they fucking find their way. Yeah, because um, gravity wouldn't do it for them, and the erection would kill them. So basically, the it's tensile. It acts more like a tentacle than like a. Okay. Um, oh, the so Japanese not, would be not, super into that. They're all over it. For myself, all over but it. where do I get these? Asking for a friend, right? Yeah. Um, Penis. Yeah. I'm sure there's a career there somewhere. You could be like a traveling sperm collector or something like that. I mean, like your dream job, right? Oh, that's your well, mom. Not, I, don't, Babe, I mean, I don't necessarily. I just Googled pachyderm dicks. That's my search. So. 
Here you go, FBI. I search pachyderm dicks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get a hold of my shit. Did y'all hear DuckDuckGo got bought by Google? No. What? Yeah, it fucked, right? Compromise. Get wrecked. Or I heard he was either happening or going to add. It's a fucking fat rumor at this point. I haven't investigated it myself. But then I was like, of course. I mean, it, it makes sense. Everything gets compromised at some point. So what do we do then? Right. We, do we have to log into a dot .onion website now and go on the dark web to search fucking anything? I think um, so at this point. You should just learn to be a hacker. I have a Tor browser <laughs> on my phone. I haven't used it because it's a pain in the ass and it's slow. But What I love about this, and I'm going to go ahead and say this uh, here for the first time out loud because I've thought it, uh, this is going to bring books back. And this is going to encourage more people to become alternative research authors. And this is going to be one of the situations like Fahrenheit. This is our Fahrenheit 451. This is them censoring things on the internet, which is our means of yep. communication right now. But if that happens, we'll just be forced into another medium. Yes, I mean, the dark web, Rockman's doing a great job not censoring. And there there are things emerging and there are people waking up. But uh, I think that this should encourage people to get back to the analog way of consuming information and just read and uh, yep. go write a, write a goddamn book. Did you hear about that thing? Uh, those nerd hackers or coders or programmers or whatever on Minecraft made this whole like virtual library of yes. Alexandria, basically? Yes. And they did like, it. Books, for books or whatever. In, yeah, of everything. Uh, they did it for a lot of people who are in countries like China, for instance, who are very censored on the internet. And so they have a place where it's a compendium of things that there aren't, they don't have access to, which is brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. It, it, well, I mean, until that gets hacked too, it's all digital still. And that's so, true like too. you were saying, you need to go back to analog because it's a lot harder to uh, erase a book out of a, or erase a word out of a book that's 50 years old than just go on wikipedia and delete two lines well you, you know? just burn them like they did in fahrenheit 451 you right know? and that's right. what this and is is everybody's heard of the digital <laughs> book burning and that's i mean that's it's exactly what said. it is yeah. yeah uh and then but they do have reprints of stuff um there's a guy i've got coming on pretty soon uh that talks about the gateway projects his name is brent he has a tarot something i'll send you the link it's it's on a uh tiktok he's cool as shit We've talked on the phone a couple times, just one of the coolest people I've ever talked about. And he's going to come on and talk about Tarot, uh, the gateway experience of the gateway project. And he has the original tapes and documents that were actually edited by um, a defense uh, department agency that got a hold of this shit when the doctor died and altered it. And this became like the CIA's study on, you know, hyper interdimensionality and um, realities and um, just auric fields and all sorts of tr uh, time travel like the CIA has documents on all this shit and this was one of the people who was doing research on this and what he did was called the gateway experience or the gateway project I don't know if you've ever heard of it uh, but it's a practice of meditation that you can find on YouTube today it's all free uh, and you go in and it's called hemi-sync and it basically syncs up the left and right hemispheres of your brain isn't that the binaural beats thing it's similar of, to that, right? It's very, very similar. Yeah, it operates in the same principle, but um, this is a this specific doctor. I can't remember the goddamn guy's name. That's why I'm going to have Brent on to talk about it. But he's got the originals. And to my point, what I was saying is, is you just got to watch out for reprints. Uh, there's a lot of reprints that have happened where they uh, pull things out. Um, even authors will go in later and pull out information. I've heard of this happening as well when reprints occur. So you just kind of have to, you know, mind the publisher and, the, you know, there's just a lot that goes into doing research. You know what I mean? You got to think about that kind of shit. But well, this dude yeah. has the new gateway shit and the old stuff. And he has all the stuff that wasn't redacted. And it's very different. It's very it's way more beneficial. Awesome. Interesting. Yeah. yeah that was one of my main things with the research in general is we talked to uh, Dr. Joseph Farrell last year and 
he i mean it was just an all over the place like usual you know per use on our show but i was like how do you trust anything that you're researching i don't care if you're doing it online or not like if you're going back through old cia docs we always say that we don't trust the cia or fbi so why are you trusting docs that you're reading you know in your hand or how, how much can you believe this book that's you know 1935 and it's the history of antarctica or whatever how much can you believe that like how can you believe anything and that that leads you down the road of the kind of nihilism where you're just like everything's fake everything's fucked and there's got to be some in between on that so what do you think about that how much you can believe of anything you read or hear uh so i've thought a lot about this and uh, a lot of it comes you back do. to a concept called uh, consensus reality. And one of the things that I'll say to this, um, that's kind of a newer idea I'm playing with is that everything past, present, and future is controlled by you. So there's a lot of, I guess, uh, setup for this, but I'll give you the uh, most uh, expedited version that I can. So basically, one of the ideas that I enjoy entertaining the thought of, because again, I don't believe in anything. I have ideas, not beliefs. Ideas are easy as shit to change based on new information. Beliefs harder, if not damn near impossible. So And they should change. And they should. And that's that's why I'm, I have an, a complete evaporation of cognitive dissonance. I just don't don't uh, resonate with that at all. That's not my what I'm here to experience. So um, but uh, so going through the process of this stuff, I, I kind of have more fun thinking of the idea that we're all one experiencing itself subjectively. But for that, you have to really think on these massive, massive, massive scales and think of it in that you are every fucking thing, every atom, every particle, every everything. And actually, there is no out there. Everything you're looking at out there is actually just you. So if you can imagine these things as like uh, this idea is like Matryoshka dolls or something, right? So every time you look out into space or whatever, you're looking back at a submolecular particle of yourself that's then looking out into space, looking back at a submolecular part of itself. So it's this fractal fractals yeah oh yep. synchronicity see uh synchronicities share cam out uh <laughs> and it's this idea though that um so anyway we're all one uh experiencing itself subjectively so you're everything you're all the shittiest parts of us and they and all the lizard fucking people that i talk about and everything we're all that uh we're the we're the planets we're the stars we're uh fucking beetles we're everything but uh for this experience to be the way that um it suits you you, you have to dive in, you have to forget how powerful you are and that you are the creator of everything. So we're basically, I refer to it as gods, gods with amnesia. And uh, we, we are here to create and learn and grow uh, however the fuck we want to. And I think this is a far less serious place uh, than a lot of people um, kind of make it out to be. And uh, I feel that way because it's presented as that. And so the presentation of it uh, from those yelling at you to listen to them um, usually de definitely tells me that it's the inverse of what you should be doing so um when whenever you look at concepts like that that's that's usually where i where i settle with with this kind of stuff because then it makes things so much fucking easier you're just like okay just like i said about the youtube comments it's like okay well that's just a reflection of me that's a mirror of me and you know this because when you change your life and you start doing things that better you people around you change. You'll lose friends that were shitty for you in the first place. And it, it'll appear that you lost them, but you didn't. You started vibrating differently. This is why marriages go to shit. That's why the idea of monogamy is very interesting. Uh, even though I'm married, uh, same thing. I know you guys get what I'm talking about. Hope your wife it, doesn't listen to this. She she knows all about this. Uh, we've okay. always talked about this. This is a Neil Donald Walsh thing. This has, uh, it's, you never know how you're going to feel on any given tomorrow. Now, the good news is, is we've gone through like marriages do, and we vibe, we're always changing but we change together like we vibrate at damn near the same rate the whole time she's cool as fuck 
she's a smoke show. You know, we just have the best fucking time together and we evolve together. You know, it's not all beautiful. We've been married seven years, been together about 12. Uh, and uh, it's been an incredible ride, but we're happier now more than ever. But this also has been the last two years of been when we've been doing the most inner work on ourselves. So the happier we became, we started resonating with people around us. And this doesn't even like my wife and I changed, not even consciously. Uh, it just happened. And it was something we both noticed. And so um, but whenever you start vibrating at those frequencies, your your external world changes. So you'll start to attract new new experiences and new people and all of that stuff. And it all has to do with you raising in consciousness or vibration because you know more now you're you delete that comment. You know, you don't send them that pachyderm penis, you know, when you really fucking <laughs> want to tell them that what, what their mom does with it. Uh, but you you um, move move forward into these types of understandings. And that's when all of this shit gets so much fucking easier, man. Uh, it It's you know, it's not. I mean, it's not K because it can't be, you know, it's this world of dichotomy that we exist in. So it has to have some challenges. Otherwise, it'd be just for not. But um, it, it's it's awesome. And just having this perspective, I feel like I've just really uh, made life a lot easier, you know. And so that's why I talk about it all the damn time is I'm just like, uh, you know, whatever. But um, well, it's crazy. Go ahead, please. Oh, I was going to say, I think part of the what you just said resonates with the majority of people because there's this um kind of calm with letting go it's it's not ignorance is bliss as much as you're taking the task what's right in front of you so that what's behind you and going through you is exactly how you want it to end up so it's one of those yeah you're kind of letting go of things that are out of your control which you know people say you know don't worry either change it or don't worry about it if it's not changeable this that and the other but it's kind of I think that resonates a lot because nobody who's ever been in a long term relationship and has tried to make it successful would say anything other than that. It is work and it's not the kind of work that you go to like people are. Oh, I don't want my relationship to be a job. It's like it's not that kind of work. It's the kind of work that you pour into almost a child or your pets or anything else that you really, really want to flourish. If that's how you want it to be, you put work and effort into it. And for a lot of people, that is a natural thing because what they want out of that relationship to flourish is not something that they have to question. So they 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 work on it and they do it automatically. Um, but I, you know, I think that is one of the most base understanding but hard principles to grasp is the idea that like you can't just let go of shit all the way because then you'll slip into nihilism and shit's going to go to shit if left untethered but at the same time you want to put in that work so that it ends up being exactly what you want your life to be if it if it's worth it to you and the best part about it is when you get to the point my wife and i are at now where it's not work it's wonderful uh, we are both honest enough with each other and ourselves uh, to know that if I'm having a rough day or something like that, I'm just, look, listen here, boo-boo kitten. Uh, I can't you know, <laughs> fuck with this right now. Let's let's do this another time. I'm in my head right now, and I just need to do do my damn thing, or I'll go mow. You know, we have all this land. I just go yeah. mow. Meditation, it's great. I just hop on the Cadillac. It's a little zero turn. I can pop wheelies on it. No big deal. And uh, I just fucking- Meditation is a thing. real thing. I love it. Dude, for, for sure. Like, absolutely for sure. And she'll even know that. She'll be like, hey, where are you going to mow today? And I'm like, being a fucking asshole or something. And 
I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 you're right. But what I mean is, is uh, it's not work. And even uh, we have this cute, adorable fucking little thing, no big deal, again, uh, that we do with each other. Thank you. You have to pepper it, man. Um, <laughs> let me see if I can retain it. Hang on, you fucking shook me. This adorable thing, this adorable thing, this adorable thing you do. do. Oh, oh uh, whenever, whenever we notice each other is is getting there, you know, uh, I'll just go, "Where'd you go, boo?" And she'll be like, "I'm fine. I'm right here." I'm like, "Where'd you go?" And she'll be like, <laughs> "You're absolutely right." And there's a there's a moment there that really, ninety nine percent of the time, uh, about as the good a chance as you have of surviving whatever the fuck they're calling this thing running around out here, we can just march Love right it. through it. And uh, it's great. She does it for me. I do it for her. And it is a great way to realign. So at this point, we've done, like I said, so much work on ourselves. And this is the thing. It's, it's you got to you got to work on you. It's not work on yeah. each other. You're constantly projecting onto that other person to fix themselves and fix something you don't like about them. But what we understand about the universe or one idea, again, that I uh, truly enjoy following is that's a mirror to you. So what you don't like is a part of you that when you heal or fix, it disappears in your partner. It's fucking insane. Would recommend That's five really stars. Cool. That's the best marriage counseling I think I've ever heard. Just to be able to check yourselves yeah. with it's no like, judgment. And it's and cute. It's, it's not, it's not anything either one of us get defensive over. We both know right. the intent when we say it. It's adorable again. Uh and uh it's one of those things that's very it's it's very approachable for us. Now, go ahead. You want me to this guy's a faggot. Thank you. Uh, he's so, like a, he, dude, he's like a dog with one of the bones on their nose. Like he's just I'm sitting just there waiting. almost almost <laughs> like whimpering and shitting himself. He wants to so bad that he's Bullshit. like now asking now he's like asking permission, like, can I Anyway, yeah. This is bullshit. Yeah, I'm but no, no queefs on that thing. Stop. Like, we're gonna. It's this amateur hour. I thought you had a. <laughs> nah, that one. Yeah, it's a dweef, maybe at best. A dweef. <laughs> Ow. Dude, queef. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to, babe. Let me know next time you got queef. I'll fucking whip out my phone. Oh my god. You can only find do that for you, boo. You can only find two on free sounds, and I downloaded both of them. Um, now the other thing I wish I could queef on command so bad. What? Who's the? That's a comedian. I think that's a skill you can acquire. I believe. I think there's not really. Yeah, there's. I have no idea how to queef. I'm pulling that out for the intro. I wish I could queef on command. No, (laughs) she was on Joe Rogan a bunch. Um, I think you're thinking of Howard Stern. No, she was on Joe Rogan. She can queef on command. It's Tiffany Haddish. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tiffany oh, Haddish. Yeah, 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 yeah. Queef on Command. Have you seen yeah. the how... contest on Stern? You should go pull no. that audio. Yeah. <laughs> no, can you imagine how cavernous yeah. your vagina has to be to be able yeah. to queef on command? Like, it's, it's, it's like, hello, hello, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that's it. It's a uh, physics suction and uh, just technique. Like, there's uh, there's something to it, you know. Um, Techniques to queef. Physics suction yeah. and technique. Yeah. Joe, it's, we need to pull that. There's science. Cavernous is actually the opposite of it. I would think that more like a stretched balloon would be more like how that happens. Stretched well, either way. Whatever. I don't think it has to do with the volume. I think it has to do with the ability to intake air and then expel that air when they want to. And it's probably a series right. of diaphragm movements. I mean, we could. This is a very Googleable thing. I mean, Jen, why don't you add I'm that to your pachyderm? Google the fuck out of this tomorrow. And, uh, That's probably uh, number one on my list of shit to do. Just oh, so yeah. Go- Googling how to queef on command. You heard it here first. <laughs> You're going to come home. Dinner won't be made. And I'll be like, 
out of my vagina. I'm be like, yeah, babe, be you've never been like, so hot. What, like, what'd you do all day? He's like, yes. I'll just you be laying that... there on the floor waiting. Sorry. <laughs> You'll see that South Park eat prequeef. Easily one of my favorite episodes. No. No? Somebody just told bitch tonight. Put it on your list. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Eat right, prequeef. Sure. It's great. Eat prequeef? Yeah, it's the name of the episode. Awesome. It's awesome. Wow, right, this Justin, episode went weird. Justin in, the Justin in the chat just said, slurp fart. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm sure yeah. that is. I, I, Queefing sounds great. Can I'm you gonna load work one on of those it. up like as we're doing the show? I think that would be a monumental <laughs> thing. If we could load one of those up uh, while, we're, while we're doing the show and then just drop it in and make it allow just me, old, old Allow familiar. me to look. All right. Uh, I, I don't know if you've ever even sound a queef, like or heard a queef. The sound of a queef, like what does never, it sound like? Oh, there's does a it sound like a fart. It's, 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 it's a, a, a symphony, a symphony of queefs uh, that can occur. It's it's. But is it it's just miraculous. like a fart? It sounds similar. So the next, the very next thing said, "How can I keep from queefing during sex?" So this chick has no problem queefing just on accident. That's, well, that's a lot of searches. How can time. I prevent queefing during sex? It's, it's so embarrassing. Oh, well, there yeah. we go. Queef soundboard. Oh my that's god. That's a position. When you're this? Eiffel Towering, you're gonna get some <laughs> queefing. Like it comes along <laughs> with it. Oh my god. All right, let me know if you guys can hear this. When you're DPing and they don't know when they which one they should relax more, it happens. I can't hear you, that. You don't know how to choreograph that. I mean, you're new at it, you know. Maybe it's your first day, maybe second. It's still challenging. Out in, in, no, in, in 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 which one am I right. doing? Like, hang on. Wait, are you Steve? Am I Steve? What are we doing? I need to center myself. That's my butt. Okay, that's not the sound of We just freelance. I think we just got a virus on it. Yeah, I definitely went to the wrong website. Sorry. Here, I will simulate a queef for you. If they could do that with that intensity, I'd be amazed, babe. Where are some, man? Working on it. Get Consider it, it started. Get it's, to it now. There, there are Bitch, some... I love you. Because that's one of the two things that I find fucking absolutely hilarious. Um, is um, queefs, and then uh, people who, when they get hit with cars, their shoes go flying the fuck off, like way further than they should. You guys know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like they defy physics. <laughs> like How watching do their shoes watching... get knocked off. Is that even real? No, no, no. They go flying off. Yeah. Like, let's say, I mean, the it's a Fibonacci thing. I mean, the physics of it are fascinating. Now, I don't wish ill upon anybody. It's getting but all scientific. A plethora. <laughs> it's, I've, I've broke. I've thought a lot about this, man. Again, this is why I'm so like, uh, how do queefs work? Like, it's one of these things like I, I'm Tesla. I got to figure it out. Uh, but <laughs> no, the shoe thing is fascinating uh, because like you'll see these dash cam like videos mostly in fucking Russia. So yep. these comrades are just fucking strolling around on their phone, not paying attention in a fucking country they want to die in anyway. And they just like get trampled by these cars. Now, when they do this, there's been quite a few that the shoes just go. Now, one of my all time favorites is uh, this, this lady not fucking paying attention. Again, these are all like they're asking for it type things. This isn't like, you know, kids or, or something like that. It's people not paying a fucking attention. Like. How we get so much reverence from people falling in fountains when they're looking at their phone at the mall or something. We watch those videos like over and over and over. We're like, ah, you fucking dummy. Um, but this is that, but just <laughs> with a vehicle. And, uh, you know, I don't think anybody died, but it's fucking Russia. So probably. Um, but anyway, um, they'll, they'll get like hit by this car. So there's one where this lady's just fucking on her phone, not paying attention, walking across the road. This dude's rolling up and you're seeing it from his dash cam perspective. And he, he ganks the fucking lady and she, hits the hood 
and then falls down. And of course he slams on his brakes and she slides a little bit. So she's laying in the headlights and you could see her. And then like five or 10 seconds go by. It's the perfect amount of time, whatever it is. And a fucking shoe hits the hood, dude. And I lose my shit every fucking <laughs> time, dude. Every <laughs> lost her time. shit too. Damn. Does it she just... ever get up in the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was probably fine again. Uh, but no, it just fucking hits the ground. It hits the hood and I just die laughing uh every yeah, she's probably fine she is russian don't feel like... think of how high that shoe had to go to take that long yeah. to come back down do you know what i mean uh, <laughs> yeah for that's sure. some crazy Watch air <laughs> anyway that's it so that and queen that's uh, i could two, see you uh, i could see you watching it in your brain yeah. while you did that and i'm like he there. just got he just got <laughs> to the part where the shoe landed <laughs> <laughs> there is something funny about people falling though i used to watch videos of people falling on a regular basis probably about 10 years ago i don't know why i just thought it was so funny they weren't huge. they weren't negative fallings though like no one was dying there was my favorite one was where this guy was on a huge huge water slide and he was trying to get his like kid to go on the slide and he's like setting up for it and you just see like the mom or someone in the background's obviously recording it and the dad's like trying to get her on this slide and he like slips and then he goes down the slide instead and the little kid's like Ugh! and then he goes down and he's spinning the whole time and she's recording him like freaking out going down this slide i couldn't watch it without crying yeah. laughing the whole time it's one of those things so like, great fucking great yeah it's yeah <laughs> oh fuck Ben, what do you do, man? Like your 3D job. Oh, uh, I like that. By the way, I like that idea of asking somebody their 3D job. I just yeah. it took me a second because I was somewhere else, and now I'm back, and then I processed. Now we're good. Welcome back, Ben. Welcome um, back. Appreciate it. Um, I work at a, a retread plant, a Goodyear retread plant. So interesting. Instead of manufacturing the tires, um, these are tires that may come in for the first time, second, or up to three times where they've just worn down the tread, but the integrity of the tire is still intact. So they scrape off the outside and then they apply the sticky gum, I guess you could say, and then they apply a tread that, you know, the uh, customer, and when I say customer, I mean a commercial customer. We don't deal any with any uh, consumer. It's actually illegal for consumer retreads, um, at least in the state of California. I'm not sure if that's nationwide, but uh, everything's illegal in the state of California, except for right. That's why I thought it was a good bet. Um, so basically they just reapply it and then they send it back to the customers. Uh, things like, uh, couriers, FedEx, UPS, uh, they do the same thing because it's cheaper than buying brand new sets of tires. So they send in their old ones, they have extras and then they wait for those to get back and they basically just swap them out back and forth until the tires can't be anymore. Uh, I actually have nothing to do with the retreading process. I, <laughs> I uh, okay. started out as the only guy in the job code, not in the production line um, as the warehouse tech. Uh, so I, I, I feed the machine. I feed what is the production line ma machine. And it's a you know 25,000 square foot warehouse. And so at any given point, we have 2,500 to 4,500 semi-tires uh, in the warehouse. And uh, I get all the things off of shipping and receiving. I feed it. I send it back. I do all the, a lot of the office work. Um, and then you as a result. Do you love your job? Do I love my job? I like my job. Nobody does. <laughs> I like my job. It's a lot of work. Um, but it, it, it's, it's kept me in great. It's gotten me, gotten me and kept me back in great shape again. 
uh i mean of course it's work if it wasn't work they'd call it super happy wonderful fun time or (laughs) skippity do well no i'm just mean i just mean it's not like sitting behind a desk it's actual like you know physical work that's what i meant is dead working like weren't you trying to like gain weight though you just lost it all (laughs) all the weight you gained yeah i did i was when i started the job i was at my one one of my heaviest i was at 165 and i fucking loved it um and then within uh let's see four months i lost 30 pounds and uh was down to 135 which i haven't weighed since high school and now you got muscle mass i'm five five how old are you 31 okay badass Okay, well, yeah, so then that's, that it's, get, it's right. getting in great shape. It's just going to take a lot more intake calories to get back up to the weight that I wanted in a healthy way while working and putting in the hours because I put in 60 to 70 hours a week there. When so probably it's it's a jacked up on a dope ass metabolism. So you're probably just burning through shit. So always, always have been when I hit 28. Uh, that started to slow where I was actually capable of gaining weight. Yeah. But with a with, with having a fast metabolism, the second I expel any energy, I drop weight like a fly. Yeah, so I, I I'm, I'm planning on trying to like bulk while I do it to actually gain healthy weight, but it, you know, flipping semi tires all day, uh, as well as, you know, 150 pound rolls of rubber, like you, I'll get there. It's just, I'm not also like trying it and I'm not pushing it either because I don't think that that would be a good idea, but, um, it was, it, it was really cool. My, uh, my manager, uh, put me in for a promotion in about two and a half months. And shortly after my 30 day, when you become a real employee and earn all of the rights per the company after 90 days, uh, they gave me the promotion. Um, and I actually turned down a higher promotion, uh, because I wasn't ready for it. Uh, the guy that's actually above my boss, he's the Western area manager. He wanted me to become the assistant plant manager right underneath my boss. And I'm like, I, I can't take that. I, I wouldn't do it justice. I'm not there yet. So I would rather have lower pay and a smaller title and work my way up to that, knowing that when I get there, I can actually do it justice and, and perform correctly. So hopefully that's around the corner as well. Um, but I mean, like I said, I like my job. Uh, I wouldn't say it's my forever job. You like all. the people you work with, at least Do you have positive energy there. Do you feel like it's a good vibe? So- for you? Some of them. And I was actually going to comment on that just to bring it back to the conversation was uh he, you know, Brandon said that when you start to change yourself and that's the positive energy that you give off are those positive changes, you'll see that people change themselves. Um, and that's actually one of the biggest things that I've started seeing in the shop is that when I first got there and I'm not saying it's all me, so I, I don't want to sound arrogant or narcissistic, but I will definitely be confident in saying that I have changed quite a bit of the shop there when it comes to uh, interpersonal energies and, and that kind of thing was uh when we showed up there my boss was by himself it was my boss against the whole shop he was from uh you know chicago and uh he he was notorious for flipping trouble shops and uh they were all against him they had three to four ex-managers that now worked underneath of him that had either been demoted or they demoted themselves and they would just go around to all the rest of the guys and get them in their back pocket to basically fuck with the boss that has completely flipped in the time that i've been there um is that they have now basically encircled these two individuals who are real pieces of shit and have basically left them on their own little island of go ahead you can talk shit we're not going to do that anymore we're here to work 
production has increased by almost twice the amount in just the last month. And so it, it's, it's, it's getting there. And of course my boss is dr drastically different for me. I actually am more of like what Jen said. I would I would prefer not to um, respond. And uh, I have a lot more thicker skin than would either cause me to go into a rage or cause me to go the other direction and be like, I want to quit. So it's, it's one of those, like, if they, if they fuck with me, it's kind of like, that's good. That's your opinion. Um, you know, thank you for sharing, but I'm going to do what I'm told because I'm an employee and I get paid to do what I'm told. So, you know, if you want to keep working here, I would suggest that you do that too. You know, that's just my, that's my understanding of it. And that's kind of how I've operated. And my boss has always said, like, I don't understand the point of taking the high road. And I'm like, that's, I tried I to do you that. you went into this job, Ben, like, honestly, you had, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but you went okay. into this job with, I know you hadn't been working for a while and you were taking care of the kids and doing your thing and then whatever life drama happened. But you had this whole, like, um, I don't know. I think there were people in your life, I'll say, that were shitty about the job situation. And you went in and you were like, no, I'm a fucking hard worker and I'm going to do hard work. And you literally proved yourself immediately. And I think that was super positive. I think that was maybe one of the reasons that people around you changed because you went in like, all right, I'm going to bust my ass and not just do what you're told because you're like a blind, like, no, 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 I do what I'm told. But no, like, you, yeah. you, you paid attention and you were like, this is the job. I'm going to do it. But also you had been shit on for quite some time about not working, even though you were working and taking care of kids and doing other lots of other things, but just not having like a mainstream W-2 job or whatever. And you went into this job and immediately took to it and then got a promotion immediately. I think the positive that came from you working at the place you work at, you should take that and not. So I know when you come with <laughs> like when you came on the show today and you're like, I'm tired, I'm grumpy, I worked 12 hours. You shouldn't feel like that after you're done with your job because you, I, I don't, but you, you have literally blossomed from this job and I've, well, okay. You do. I've seen you. Sorry. We've done lots of other shows that are similar where you're like, I'm fucking tired. And also I live with your brother who does the same thing at his job. That's very similar. So I know it's in you, but yeah. I'm just saying, you. <laughs> but what you've done at your job is so cool you've turned around and been like, yeah, actually I could have had a job this whole time. I was just too busy taking care of kids. Oh, and watch, like, uh, I'm also bomb at the job I'm doing. And you did that immediately. Your boss recognized it immediately. All the people who were shitty in the first place, you were like, fuck you. And they're just left on their hill to die on, which is just being assholes. Good for them. Well, I just think it's really cool. There's two things. Job is well, good. Said, there's, well said. There's, there's a big difference between standing your ground and retaliation yeah and so for me it's the idea that okay go ahead and throw your fucking rocks or you know you know proverbial rocks at me uh and that's fine i don't give a shit i'm gonna stand here i can take a few hits that's not a big deal but that doesn't mean i'm gonna throw anything back and that just like we were talking about earlier that really frustrates them because they're looking for that reaction they're looking for you to fight back they're looking to find some yeah they're looking to find something to throw you under the bus you know and be the first ones to do it but if you don't ever give them that platform, they they lose their steam because now they're putting all this steam into trying to get you to do it back. And then you don't. And they're like, well, pass. And so they don't it doesn't end up. Working. And so, yeah, coming back to we were talking about reactions and stuff. And Brandon, I'm going to let you weigh in on this. You've been very patiently listening to all this. 
but uh I'm enjoying the shit out of all this by the way like this is oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah thanks for the disclaimer joe yeah but when you're talking about how, how we react to people it's a lot easier when it's online to dial it back and just let it marinate and be like is this right. dude worth my time yeah. like, that's for you yeah. though think of all the keyboard warriors that are out there so <laughs> i can see both sides i i do sometimes think i'm gonna react this way i, I i've literally never i don't think in my life i i don't want to quote myself on that because i'm sure at some point but it's been a very probably 20 years but still i don't know people love to react immediately and that's what gets people in trouble yeah that's twitter and that that's happens why I'm not on often there. i know but it's, it happens often i think your responses again are awesome because when you respond you sound very like level-headed even keel that's because i wait it's so uncommon <laughs> though pop. it is yeah. I, that's why i don't have twitter i don't i don't want to be that you only so need five minutes. I'm sorry, but you only need five minutes. Most people need 24 fucking hours. I'm just saying that's there, a compliment. Everybody on not everybody. I don't have any problem with people on Twitter. I don't care. <laughs> but most of what I've seen on Twitter is that instant emotional reaction, which is what makes them money. Because the more eyes that are on there clicking and fucking bitching and yep. Trump and blah, 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 just stop. It, it, Twitter Trump seems like this to me. <laughs> That's my assessment of Twitter. Pretty much. So <laughs> I, I stay the fuck away from it. So if there's somebody on our Instagram or on our show or whatever, that's just like just this ad hominem attack at like the blonde and the hippie or something. I'm like, hmm. Okay, well, I got something for that. I know it's in there. Let me give it a. Let me knock it around did, in my noggin. Did you even respond to that one? Yeah, it was that was the one I was like, well, Joe. where's your show? Let me know. You, you should oh. have said, uh, well, I'm brunette, but thank you. And then, that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh my God. See, <sighs> that's, that's the beauty of we waiting. We should have to waited respond. six months and then you to delete. respond. And then you delete it because it was for you and you take a picture of it and you send it to your friends. And we all have a good laugh at these people behind your right. back. And Actually, then that one, uh, I think you delete it because you don't you give screen, them the loot. You, you screenshot it. And for then later sure. on, when you need a good chuckle, you open it up and you go, <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. The oh. loose stealing, like loose steal. I am. I think who was it that we had on? I was like, I give out my loose like this. Like uh, I stub my vibration. I think it was. This. Yeah. Human vibration. I don't know if you know who that is, but yeah, we. I'm like, I stub my toe on my washing machine and I'm like, fucking motherfucking. But like, I just get, I put it out. So I'm trying to work on not doing that. I, I tried to, I tried my to save loosh, my, I'm like a loose generator. I try sometimes. to save my fuck, fuck, fuck <laughs> to like super crazy shit. If I stub my toe, it's more like doo doo butt. Yes, doo doo butt. And that's it. And then I'm like, fuck, well, I stub my okay, toe. Okay. Well, I'm from Massachusetts where Jay Hanahan is from. Yep. And he's, he actually lives like in the town I was born in. So, I was like, Got oh, he, we had him on and I was like, he had some issues where he was like cussing, like he was trying to find his mic or like finding his shit and he was just swearing, but he was off screen. And I was like, babe, don't you see how I am? Now? <laughs> this is how I, I can't help it's it. It's like water. some, it's in my DNA. It's what you were talking about with Taylor Alina. Like I have to work on this shit. You just transcend it and you can change your whole damn timeline. That's what's so cool. Or the idea yeah. goes that you could change your whole damn my, timeline. That's, my regular that's response, what I'm trying to do. Change my timeline. Yes. My regular response to dumb shit like that where people just, you know, they're just being assholes and they say something offhand. The first thing that I try to do is take it and turn it funny. 
And I don't yeah. mean it in like a self-deprecating way, although that works a lot. Like if you roll with whatever it is that they're saying, if they call you a fag or something like that, and you'll be like, yep, my whole faggot. life, like my whole life, bud. Like if you just turn it into something, they just, they're just kind of, Ugh. you know, and they, no, I, yeah, they I used to have a friend like that growing or growing up that would just call everybody a faggot. And he was very clearly <laughs> insecure about his own sexuality or something because out of nowhere he'd just be like you're just a little faggot that's aren't you people's joe own negativity that's that mirroring back where yeah. they just put it out there he'd be like you're just a faggot joe aren't you you just like sucking dicks i'm like where the fuck did that come from because he was so like then... i want to suck your dick joe so bad he was like yeah so after he said that a few times i was like dude you know i don't really care what dude's think about my sexuality because i'm not gay so you can call me whatever you want because i don't care if you think i'm a faggot because chicks don't so well, also, and yeah, it's also like yeah okay go oh so um i uh used to work in an environment where i i get hit on a lot by gay dudes and it's wonderful i'm grateful thank you guys i appreciate it but <laughs> yeah um, my the best my hit on ever it's wonderful and there are a lot of fun gay halloweens are great by the way i uh, a couple friends <laughs> i have that story I'd like to hear it because there were so many hot chicks there anyway <clears throat> So, um, but uh, what was I going to say? So, oh, uh, all you have to do is respectfully say, you know what? I really appreciate the compliment, but I'm a vegetarian and that's all. And then you just leave it <laughs> that. Oh, that's a 90s callback. I'm a Get vegetarian. Vegetarian. That's it. So you just do that. And then uh, now you guys are good buddies and you just know that this uh, old boy wants to bury his bone in you, you know? And you point. just let him let him let pump him off it. to it. There's like, never a gay guy who's aggressive about it, though. They're just like, hey. And then no. you're like, nope, not into it. And they're like, okay, fine. We can hang out. They're always cool. Let him buy you drinks. We went to a place it's called Rainbow Lounge. It burned down now. Uh, but for a friend's birthday a while back, and my wife and I were dating at the time. We weren't uh, married yet. But uh, we go. We go to this uh, gay bar. Uh, it was awesome. We had a blast. Because I don't give a shit. You know, do whatever the hell you want. It's that old Jim Jeffries thing. It's like, if you don't like gay marriage, don't marry a gay person. You know? Just don't. Right, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't affect you at all. It's so dumb. Anyway, but uh, so yes, we went. We had a blast. I ended up getting fucking so drunk. I was drunk before we got there. Um, and it, we, I was pole dancing. I was climbing this fucking pole. Uh, gay Thor was super sweet. He kept buying me drinks. He like stood there and watched me all night. He was very sweet. And then he handed me his keys, and I was like, ah, they're vegetarian thing. And I was like, ah, you know. And uh, that was it. And I had a blast, man. I mean, uh, they're some of the most amazing people because they're just fucking people, you know. And they've got amazing ideas, and they're a lot of fun. So just yeah, and they're you know. they're trying to they're trying to you know uh, stick their toe in the water too, and be like, does this guy want some some dick love? Yeah, like, you gotta ask. Well, well you mean, have you to. That's ask. how it is in the regular like, numbers game. In in yeah. the heterosexual world, it's the same way. And I've always thought it should. Be like that if a girl hits on me i would be like oh sorry not into girls but we can be friends yo like it's fine and that's how it could be with guys and girls too even if a girl's not into a guy and they're also heterosexual like i don't know i never However, understood yeah. the whole like gay like anyone being against someone who's gay or especially the religious persecution of people get being gay like that's not in the ten commandments and that's like like their Bible, like Ten Commandments. But they say they mention in the Bible, I guess, a couple times being gay is bad. And then they also mention not to judge well, also. Uh, so like it's a mistranslation. Uh, gay uh, homosexual in the Bible is a mistranslation from something completely different. Oh, some no way. I didn't know that. Yeah. Actually, so some people been see able it's to that down. not gay people, but it's not yes. homosexuality. Oh, it's, um, actually, there was, wow. it's actually talking about sleeping with little boys, which the priests were known to do. Right. So when they were oh. quoting that verse, if a man lays with another man, they were actually talking about if a man lays with a, a gender boy. male boy, because 
like the Catholic Church, they had a propensity to do that. And the other thing is, too, is that that is explicitly in the first five books of the Bible, which was direct 4,000 years, 4,000 years B.C. before Christ. And it was specifically geared towards Jews, just like the rest of the rules. Don't eat pork, this, that and the other. Got to wear a fucking bell if you go in the Holy of Holies, all that shit. That was specifically for the Jews. That's it. That's there it. you go. I guess Fucking I just didn't understand crap. why people didn't like you can't just okay don't do those things but if someone else is doing them and it affects you zero like if some right. dudes with another dude why do you have to get mad like you shouldn't even care it's just... a mirror of their own insecurities how many times have you seen people come out against gay marriage and they were congressmen and then they ended up being gay or having Big gay smoking crack yeah. 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 Come out, remember it, it yep. happens all the time. Again, the ones yelling the loudest about yes. it are the ones that are secretly probably have more serious issues with themselves. And that's all that is. It's a projection. And that's well, why, I mean, there's a counterpart for all of this shit, you know, is again, the way the idea goes. So it's out there. You just, you stop presenting it to yourself in the form of life around you. Whenever you get your shit together vibrationally. There you I go. was, I was at no, a venue okay. with one of my first, sorry, with one of my first girlfriends and one of, my gay best friends was there at the time and former roommate. And we, we had all gotten drunk. We walked outside. Obviously I was going home with my, my girlfriend. And so he made the joke about, man, I didn't even get hit on this, that, and the other. All I want, he's like, and he was just being joking about it. Cause he was drunk, but he's like, man, all I just want is just like, I just want somebody to kiss my abs. And so in front of my girlfriend, I'm like, <laughs> all right. I said, all right, man, I'll kiss your abs. And he's like, no. Cause he knew, he knew I was straight. And I'm like, no, I don't give a shit, man. So he lifted up his shirt and I fucking kissed his bottom fucking hairy man ab and, you know, stood back up, grabbed my girlfriend. And he was like, you know what? That was very nice of you. Thank you. OK, I can go home now. And my girlfriend was like, dude, he's so cool. I'm all. Yeah, that's why. Like, he knows I'm straight and I have no I, I don't have any problem doing that. Just, you know, as a fun token to him. And you know what else is funny is that. I know who you're talking about, but him and every other, literally every other gay person I've known is fine with calling themselves and everybody else a thug it. And they're fine with you calling them that because they know it's not malicious. It's, it's when you're I don't friends. know. Every yeah. gay guy that I know, they call faggots faggots when they deserve it and it's not about themselves. Yeah. No, it's the intent thing. Like he's like, he's oh, I'm being like, such a faggot. That guy's right such now, a little you know? faggot. Yeah. But anyway, like, really what's really that? funny is I thought you said that that guy said he wanted someone to kiss his ass and that yep. he pulled down his and you kept going. And I'm like, yep. his, his ass? No way. Did you think that <laughs> oh, too, Brandon? Because no, that's. Uh, well, yeah, I was just curious because you left the part out about what his dick tasted like. So what was that, Ben? <laughs> Penis. Uh, it, it was a lot saltier. Dude, it, had, it had been a long night. It had been a long night. It was saltier than I expected. Okay. That's fair. We all been out, oh, you know. It was, yeah, it was July. Right. But a real <laughs> sweet finish. Oh, mm. Jesus. And your girlfriend was still cool with it. So yeah. the story ended. She joined. Well. Thank y'all. Come again. What is that? What's that Wayne Gretzky quote? You miss 100% of the holes you don't try and throw your dick into. Is that right? I think that's right. Yeah. I think that's fair. Great. I mean, even if yeah. you just coined that, that's true. Mm. Hey, it works out. <laughs> hey, hey hold, hold on. Shout out, shout out to Kyle from Big Dumb. He just got on there and said, wait, Ben's not gay? Corey says, not openly. Kyle says, dreams ruined. <laughs> I love you, Kyle. Well, we You're you, awesome. Buddy. You know, We support you. Mm -hmm. 
Welcome <laughs> to your Halloween party. You have the best Halloween parties. Those are awesome. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to I call back call back to Joe. I don't see how you guys haven't gotten sued for Mark Wahlberg licensing rights yet. But um, I wanted Dang to ask Jamie. about uh, whenever you get back. <gasps> That's to... so funny. Why are good? you saying okay. that? All right. Uh, so Tell me why you... you're saying that. Because you look like Mark Wahlberg. I mean, it's a compliment, dude. Oh my That's God. not so, the first time I've heard that. So the Wahlberg. only other time that he's ever heard that is when this super old lady came up to me and was like, is that your husband? He looks just like dude, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> dude, you you are missing out on a big opportunity here. And I'm going to give you this one on the house. You should do some Mark Wahlberg impressions. Like just figure out a oh couple of God, his mannerisms so and make some dumbass <laughs> videos and throw it out there. I mean, I, gotta, uh, I, I can teach the you the Massachusetts hair, accent and everything. There we go. I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. You know, put a bunch oh, on the soundboard. Really work on it. You know, develop your craft. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, it there you go. <laughs> gotta wave it out, dude. <laughs> What's Michael Bay like in real life, dude? That's awesome. I have a, I'll have to send it to you on Instagram. I have, um, I made Joe pose and I took a picture, like I screenshotted Mark Wahlberg and then I took a picture of Joe making the same pose and I put it side by side. So I'll send you that after the show. I got your thank you for that, by the way. Uh, I got your Halloween present next year. Just carry a Ted doll around with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody gets it, though. Like, nobody uh, agrees with us except for that old lady and you. <laughs> you just have to just go with you now and then just carry that Ted thing with you. That's it. They've also but, been called Jim Carrey. So, which one no, do I go with? Get fucked. No. No, you do kind of man No. No fucking way. You're Wahlberg all the same. A Wahlberg may be the Undertaker. This makes it. us look like we have brown eyes because of the way the thing is, but we both have like bright blue eyes. So Joe doesn't look that much like Mark Wahlberg out in the streets, I guess. Yeah, I the camera what adds color Mark Wahlberg's hues eyes to your eyes. Yeah, it totally oh, yeah. does. Uh, okay, so I wanted to circle back, Joe, to a, a callback to what you were talking about earlier. Um, I did not forget. I just waited to see if anybody else remembered the question that you asked earlier. Hold so, on, Brandon. Hold on. Guys, I got to. I got to. I got to get going. Okay. So I oh, will let okay. you ask. I will let you ask that question. Oh, tired job. Ben, Sayonara. pleasure, pleasure. Reach pleasure. out, dude. We'll we'll talk. You got gotcha. it. Ben's uh, at his hour pumpkin turning. Are you on? Thing. Are you, are you on the? Metaverse? I'm on the things. We'll talk. Okay. I'll send him your number. Yeah. Perfect. Do that. That'll work. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah send him my number. Yeah. Send him my number. But I was, right, I was guys, just gonna say. Talk to you later. Dude, Ben. Thanks All again, right. man. This yes. is dope. It's cool meeting you. You too, Hi, buddy. Ben. Uh, but uh, so earlier you'd asked about uh, past events and how do you know what is true? So um, I wanted to give this conversation a little bit to go. Uh, so I wanted to call back to that real quick, if you don't mind, because we've talked yeah. about a few things that actually answer the question I wanted to answer. So when you talk about um, past events and things in history, perhaps because it's from your perspective and just like Taylor and I were talking about in that episode, maybe you can transcend everything just by the vibration that you're creating now. What that has to do with the story and the par your paradigm, right? Your experiences and beliefs is everything that's accumulated, but that changes all the time. Cause I don't know. I didn't, I never heard of Tataria and the mud flood until about two years ago. You know what I mean? But now it's like all fucking people talk about it and it's fascinating. It's just put a whole new spin on history. And this is a super new thing that's like changed everybody's mind about stuff, but it aligns greater with the questions that need to be asked societally right now. So it actually ticks a check on a box that is very important to realize as a concept. Now, if this is the case, then how it pertains to you specifically is you pick up on the things that resonate the most with you. What this did for us 
who believe in alternative ideas as it further solidified ideas uh, into further stone that couldn't be broken anyway. But it's just one more, you know, something on the pile uh, that weighs this down for us. Uh, for other people, it's also going to do the same thing. You're seeing this now. You're seeing everyone be so divided. And uh, there's, you know, spiritual uh, ideas about this, this Dolores Cannon concept of a third dimension and a fifth dimension reality, uh, this thing like consensus reality, like I've already said that I talk about quite a bit, uh, about that we probably aren't living in the same reality, even though they're in the same geographical location. There's several examples of this, so it's crazy. Uh, but also this, this kind of points way back more to that concept of the egg, uh, which is this YouTube video that this lady made and uh, it's basically like 10 minutes long. It's absolutely brilliant, but it basically just states that all the people out here, you, uh, all the people that have ever existed and will in the future are you. There's nothing else here. There's you and God, which is you as well. So that's it. You're every expression of everything. And when you start to realize stuff like that, like that, that like trips your fucking brain out. That's when you grin empathy. That's when you have like this, you know, no need for a psychedelic experience type of a wake up experience, because now you're just like, holy fuck. Like when that really resonates with you, like, Bill Hicks said, and I quote it all the time, what's going to happen to the arms industry when they realize that we're all one? And uh, it's it's one of these concepts that whenever you take it then and apply it to what's going on now, there's a very dense time for everyone vibrationally, but things like our history, the shape of the earth, all of these things are in more division and with more evidence on either side than ever before. And it's this this concept, again, that I've been really fucking with lately, because this one's more like the simulation argument um, where whatever you think the game is, is what renders, you know, this concept of, you know, people talk about um, neurolinguistic programming and all these psychologists talk about getting together and figuring out that humans, you know, affect the vibrations of others and the power of intent studies with Dr. Lynn McTaggart. I mean, there's there's oodles of examples and tons of books like uh, into upside down thinking, Mark Gober. Um, uh, holographic universe, Michael Talbot, any of these books will go deeper into these kind of concepts and give you actual scientific and medical examples, which how much can you believe that uh, in your world? I think what all of this serves to do, because it's such a confusing fucking time, is it serves as a compass for you. And it serves as a way for you to get the best lesson of all that any of us could ever get, which is discernment. Uh, and basically believing in what history you want or choosing what resonates with you the most is basically uh, trusting your intuition. And so perhaps uh, the universe is prompting everyone to follow that a little bit more by solidifying the ideas that they have, even though that they're so different from everybody else's. But you will see that pop up in your reality. And it helps you to kind of trust your intuition and to lean into it a little bit more, which makes you just a more powerful creator. So it's interesting the way that all of this has responded. But again, this has to do with the first question that you asked uh, that about our history and how we interpret it is it it's your game, man. You know, you create it how you want. So uh, that's kind of, uh, again, what I lean more towards. It's just a fun thing to think about. I don't know. Perhaps. No, I love it. Uh, and kind of back to what you were saying before about how your every expression of, you know, everything is an expression of yourself and that God is also that. I mean, think about didn't Jesus say that? Yeah, in uh, not legend. so many words. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The alleged Jesus didn't he say that? He said, "If you've done it to the least of my brothers, you've done it to me." Which is, I guess, yep. it would also be you. So that's why you know you see a bum and you're like, "Fuck this piece of shit," you know. <laughs> so you're doing that to yourself. Elite, so don't it's in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just thinking that too. To the persecution of people throughout time, like yeah. what's happening all over the world and just multiple parts of the world. 
they find a race or a culture that they don't like and they just persecute the shit out of them. Onto the Uyghurs. I know. No, I'm not. I'm no, it's everywhere. It's everywhere for everything. It's people right now, vaxxed or unvaxxed or whatever. It doesn't matter. Like it's all the time. It's so much division. So if you don't like that, you just persecute the shit out of it. You're like, no, this is how I'm thinking right now. But if you unlock your brain and just think, oh, we're all one then you wouldn't think like that anymore. It's because you got locked or that part of you got locked up and is now thinking in that one way. It doesn't, yes, okay, it could go to the Uyghurs. I'm sorry, I go there. <laughs> Not the Uyghurs, it's just the minority Muslims in Xinjiang, but whatever. Kazakhstan. Anyway, is it, <laughs> well, it, uh, it's going tits up over there right now, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, they, uh, they, they're rising up, but it, uh, I don't know. Anyway, that's a totally different conversation. It's too but, new. Yeah. Every yeah, I don't know what's real and what's not in the news. I think all the news is written by AI, so I just wait oh. to see what's actually happening. But any it just any just the Holocaust or whatever and any sort of persecution that's ever happened, people are going to lock into what they believe because they feel comfortable. And if I was just a particle of God and I was scared, a particle of my own self that was fractured, like the God that was bored. I don't remember what that whole theory is called, but the God that was bored and fractured their whole self and decided to be like, okay, I'll just live in all of these different places and just have a life. If I was that part and I was easily influenced, I might decide one way or the other about vaxxed or unvaxxed people. I don't. I choose to not care either way. But if I lived in China or in, I don't know, Brazil, or there's so many places that people are so, so, so different. Mexico, Whatever. It doesn't matter where you are. People make judgments all the time. It doesn't matter if you're in fucking Kansas. If you're going to make a judgment, you should think twice about it. Unlock your brain and just try to think from the other side. And most people don't do that, unfortunately. And I'm not judging anyone for not doing that. You just should do that. It would just be beneficial. So you just don't you're not making a judgment in the wrong way and then feel like an asshole five years down the road when you find out your information was wrong. Yeah. That's right. And back to kind of what you said too, also the same thing about you being everybody else and also being God. I think David Icke actually says that similar type of thing where he's like, you're the, you're one thing experiencing itself through all these different, you know, perspectives basically. So that makes a lot of sense to me. And especially when he said, you know, you can only see 0.000% or whatever the visible light spectrum so there's all this other shit out there you're not seeing. You're only seeing through your own two eyes as far as you know. So that it, I don't know. It makes sense yeah, to there's me. There's other beings in the world watching you masturbate. So watch out, everybody. Ah, uh, watch out. Right. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you just, just got to turn your webcam off. And Joe told you about that, man. We could all see you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> damn it. You know, yeah, uh, there's definitely forces happening. And yeah, we've been robbed with our five senses, but I think it's intentional. Um, the, the more I kind of look at this kind of concepts and the more psychedelics I've done, um, it, you you look at it as perfect because it is like there, there are things that, you know, aren't ideal. But as far as like those things, what's really nice is when you kind of get to an understanding that you don't have to fuck with those. Like you don't have to have bad experiences, uh, no matter what you're doing uh, there. There, you know, and you can think of this. Uh, You've gone to the DMV one time, and yeah, it's not ideal, but it doesn't suck. And those are just people too, even though they're fucking lizard people. Or probably AI. Good call, Jen. But it, <laughs> um, they, you know, it just depends on how you interact, and that's why whenever you show up, 
uh, one of the things that I'm a big advocate of is that every single interaction you have is an opportunity for you to be a greater, grander version of who you really are. It doesn't matter what you did five minutes ago. It matters what you're doing now, because now is the only moment that ever matters. And that person or that entity in front of you, that other expression of yourself is an opportunity. It's a mirror to you to show what part of you you need to heal or change or alter or enjoy. So let's say that this person's having a shit day and you just kind of look him over and instead of just fucking, you know, getting caught in the loose trap of the low vibe of that dense ass energy center, then you transcend that bullshit. You light that motherfucker up and you make everyone's goddamn day in there because that's who you are and that's what you do and that's what you're there to do. You, you show up for that opportunity because you've been given that. And uh, then you make this person's day by just smiling at him. Hey, I like your shirt. You know, wow, you're, you're, I like your hair color. You know, just something, you know, something genuine, something sweet. And uh, you would just feel the energy shift just like that. And that is an opportunity that you've checked off the box that you have now raised in frequency. All your spirit guides, are, which are really just you, are losing their shit and clapping their asses off. You're doing great. And you feel better. Uh, that's why I have that whole PSA. I take that whole opportunity to uh, speak my mind at the end of the show. Uh, it's usually the same damn thing about like not littering and buy people a coffee or something like that. But it's because of that. It's this vibe raising thing, you know, and we've all seen that little animation where one person like turns yellow in a sea of white people and then a bunch of people turn yellow because they're in contact with each other. It's this ripple effect idea that really changes the world. And the least the less Paul revering that you're doing and rather just random acts of kindness, that's where it that's where it changes because it changes you. You've got to start with you and doing it altruistically is the fucking way to go. You know, I mean, that's the only way to go. So um, that's that's it, guys. Just go out there and fucking change your world because you can do that. Just be Dude, fucking dope. What a yeah. better way to put a fucking bow on the show. The guest yeah. always ends it way better than I can. I'm like, I don't Same. know. Night. But <laughs> he ends with this, this massive like. Load no, drop a, of awesome. This was a great conversation, though. Positive energy. I knew it was going to be like that after listening to your show today. Oh, yeah. Positive vibes, positive so energy. We're putting that out there for everyone. So I appreciate it. It's so great. I, I want to get you guys on as well. So we'll leave that scheduled. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That would be awesome. Thank you. Anything yeah. else you want to let the uh, audience know before you get out of here? Uh, yeah, I'll sign it off. Uh, if I could pick up a piece of litter, uh, buy somebody around you a coffee or a meal or something like that. Um, something simple. It didn't take a lot, but it does this ripple effect thing we were just talking about. Um, be nice to everybody, animal entity, lizard person that you come across. Um, get out of the fucking left-hand lane. Uh, if you got somebody behind a pass and, um, y'all just above them all and beyond anything else, be good to one another. That's it. Couldn't agree more. All right, brother. We will talk to you next time. <laughs>